Huh. Same pants as yesterday. Are you checking my outfits? No, no, just observing, that's all. You know, I was late, and they had the belt in them from yesterday, so I picked them up because I was in a hurry. They're not dirty or anything. Then by all means, wear them again. You're an outfit tracker, Murray. Nobody likes an outfit tracker. I don't know why a casual observation has made you so uncomfortable. I, I just feel like I'm living in some kind of clothing police state, like it's 1984. Big Murray's watching me. Big Murray's not watching No, you. Big Murray is watching. Big Murray has other things to do. Apparently, Big Murray has nothing else to do but outfit track. Here at Listen to League Podcast, Curbcast, Season 11, Episode 1. Season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I'm Matt Derson. Clay Inferno here. Welcome back. If uh, you've listened to Curbcasts before, or if you've listened to some of our other podcasts, and if you've never, uh, well, welcome to the first welcome. time. Welcome. Welcome. See you at the club. Yeah, I wish we had named it Clubcast or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess if we were to rebrand or re rename the podcast, See You at the Club would probably take over, right? Maybe it's the subtitle. Curbcast. Yeah. See you at the club. See you at the club. So the great thing is they actually say See You at the Club in this episode. So... Uh, we were very, we were both very excited about that. Here we go, season eleven. It starts off. Larry David. It is three twelve in the morning. He's asleep in his bed, and he hears a crash. And he goes. He he gets up. He walks downstairs. His door is broken. Goes outside. It's like scary. I actually like was scared for a second. Like I was like, is this gonna take like a violent turn? Like is somebody <laughs> like we know on the show like gonna be dead or something? I honestly was like a little freaked out because you you wait so long for this thing to come out. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, like are they gonna like do something really crazy? It is pretty brave of Larry when you think of it to go down like not knowing what could be happening. Like, yes, down there. And Dude, I mean, I would have assumed Leon. it was Leon. Maybe he thought it was Leon. I would have assumed it was Leon. But wouldn't you like be like, Leon, are you okay? Or like, Leon, come out here. Uh, are you, you know what you'd I mean? probably be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, Leon, <laughs> what are you doing? I think yeah. he knew it wasn't Leon just because it sounded like violent, like someone was stealing something. But um, he goes out into his backyard and finds a person floating dead in his pool like face down in the pool so it was kind of like a little shocking and abrasive it wasn't expecting yeah. to be a dead person like, well, and he does the he does the classic larry oh <laughs> <laughs> right yeah like his ultimate freak out which he doesn't do that often no he saves it for the real the real freak out moments but yeah it is pretty freaky I don't think we, you know, we haven't seen too many dead people on Curb Your Enthusiasm, unless they were at a funeral. They're, they're, they have plenty of funerals, yeah. Right, right. So, that we, you know, the next scene, there are cops there. They're zipping up the, the body bag. Leon and Larry are there. The cops as well. It looks like it was an attempted burglary. Get, you know, they, the perpetrator fled, slipped, hit his head on the pool and fell in and drowned. And Larry's just like, look, I, I don't know. Like, I I was asleep. And then the cop goes, well, and what's your name? To Leon. And he goes, Willie Nobody. Willie Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Leon. And he says, do you live here? He says, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, I live here. Fuck yeah, I live fuck. right over there. It's my bungalow right over there. <laughs> Like, oh, fuck yeah, my bungalow or whatever. It's so ridiculous. So the cop says, I noticed you don't have a fence around your pool. And he's like, what? A fence? I don't know. It's like, yeah, Santa Monica ordinance says you have to have a five-foot fence around your pool. Which I guess, I now I have a friend who has a pool here in uh, North Dakota, or well, yeah. all right, 
John's not here. We we're in Boston, but uh, he does have a fence around his pool, and I didn't. I but he also has a small child, so I don't know if he. I didn't know if he put it up because he had to, or he just didn't want his kid running in. Right. You know, I don't know what the. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not the law everywhere, but maybe it's common practice though too. Right. Right. But I mean, when we were kids. I went in, you know, pools and never saw, never, there was never a fence around. It's very strange. But whatever. And anyway, in the world of Kirby enthusiasm, it is the law. If if yeah. the robber had run into the fence, he wouldn't have just slipped into the pool and died. So um, it's kind yeah. of like a situation where, <laughs> you know, like, I guess Larry maybe could be in trouble for that or something, and even though he was the one getting robbed, this yeah, other guy's dead, the whole, right? The whole weird thing, right? Because he was robbed. The guy was a thief. The thing that I I found okay, so this it becomes like a theme in this episode. But the guy, it's it's this minor thing, but the the cop says, "Look, you look like a nice guy. I let you slide, but put the fence in." Yeah, right, right. It's, and he says, "You look like a nice guy." The whole episode is based on. Whether right. he's a nice guy or a bad guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So next scene, Jeff and LD are at Netflix, which I think is a cool, you know, we've seen them in the past be at different networks. Yeah. Or and... they go to like some agent or they go to uh, talk to um, the Hamilton guy's office, you know? Yeah. One time they were actually at HBO. I remember. Right. And right. Right. It's not TV. It's TV. I remember that line specifically. I don't remember the, the circumstances. Well, the, the, the whole reason we have this show is they go in, just like the first Seinfeld, they go into HBO to pitch this documentary series following Larry around, and they filmed a little movie. It's the whole yeah. pilot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like a thing he likes to do, but I like how they did it here, too, where like that is the thing where there's like the rebooted Wonder Years now with Don Cheadle as like the voice of the right. kid, and uh, but they also they like they have young Sheldon, so he's like, my right. my show is gonna be Young Larry, so it just kind of, and it almost seems like Netflix like funded part of this episode or something because they like keep talking. <laughs> Actually, Albert Brooks brings it up later. He's like, I have two films on Netflix, and oh that. That one's on Amazon Prime, and like, if you want to just watch, it's probably true. <laughs> right, right. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I never, I didn't do the, I didn't look it up, but I'm sure it is. Well, it's funny because, like, I guess when you think about these streaming services, right? Like, it's almost like they're not really in competition. You know what I mean? Where other? others, yeah. You know, that's what I think. Maybe because hmm. they don't mind mentioning the other ones and not hyping them. I mean, maybe hyping them up a little bit, because like, they have that big. When they go into the Netflix like building, there's like the big Stranger Things. Well, that's logo. The thing. Like, each thing needs to have one thing that keeps everybody tied in, whether it be the Great British Bake Off that you can only get on Netflix, or like you know, bad example, but like Jack Ryan on Amazon. Like somebody's like that's right. the thing that they want to watch. Like. Like Hulu has Hulu has a bunch of stuff, but like I almost have Hulu for what we do in the shadows. Like it's probably like eighty percent of the reason why I have it, you know. But just that yeah, one thing there's other stuff. What was that show? Month. What was that yeah. other show that was Hulu? I forget, but yeah. But I I think like you know what I mean like because if but if you have HBO Max, like let's say HBO Max, but you're probably also gonna have Netflix. You know what I mean? It's not like and CBS. And, CBS and, and 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 NBC like are in competition because they don't want you watching the other network. You know what I mean? Like they want you watching their right. their stuff. It's but I think if you're like, streaming, it's the Peacocks and the Paramount Pluses and the like the second or third tier ones that like are really just competing for some of the space. Like somebody might be like, oh, I. I really want to watch Star Trek, so I'm going to get Paramount Plus, but I won't get Peacock because I don't care about whatever that they offer. Right. But if you're going to have like, okay, I'm only going to have like three. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how how people think. But yeah, Yeah, I don't know how people think either. If you have good shows, you're going to want to have HBO, Disney, Amazon, and Netflix at least. right? Right. I feel like people, everybody wants to have those. I feel like a lot of people just have Amazon anyway, just to get the free shipping. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think, yeah, Amazon definitely is very You almost don't even count that because it's just like a, you know, whatever. You get, everybody gets Prime just because it's... Yeah, and then sometimes we'll binge a show and it's only on Amazon, but I don't really go over there to watch stuff unless if maybe if we're doing a movie and you look it up on Just Watch and it's basically like luck of the draw, like, oh, where's the mummy from 1932? Oh, uh, it's on Peacock. I wouldn't have guessed that, but you could have told me it was on Hulu or you could have told me it was on Prime. I wouldn't have been surprised. Right, right. Yeah, for our podcast purposes when we do movies, I always just check and see where it is first, but yeah, like, I I don't think the whole point of it was just like, I don't think HBO cares having so many Netflix like things on their show, like you know, they probably just like whatever, you know. Like, yeah, well, it it really kind of lends. It almost seems like it was a product placement-y kind of thing, and God bless them if it was. Who cares? You know exactly. I, I don't care, but like it, it kind of like makes it like contemporary and real because this is what you know, like Kevin Smith here talking was like, oh, we went to Netflix and we had this one idea. Oh, we went to Amazon, or I, I, I want to bring this cartoon back, and I went to all these studios, and I went to Amazon first, and then I went to Netflix or whatever. Like <laughs> you hear people like that. That's what celebrities and production companies are doing all day long. It's like they're pitching right. it to whoever is going to pick it up. Absolutely, they pitch it all over, all over Hollywood, and whoever but they picks used it up. To pitch it to the studios. Now they're pitching it to these. Right. Well, I mean, the, Netflix the is, it, they are basically a studio because they make so their they own on Amazon stuff. Makes movies too. Yeah, because they make original programming, so yeah. it's basically the same thing. But it's they it's probably get funny. a bigger payday because if if Larry David really were to have a show on Netflix called Young Larry, they would pay out the nose for it. And, yeah, and people would and probably people would watch it. Yeah, people would watch it. So anyway, so. They go. They're they're going to see an executive at Netflix named Don Winston Jr. and they they make a little comment about how sad it is to have the name Don Jr. Yeah, it's like a ruined uh, name. Yeah, and like boy, like Trump you can't really call ruined. Anybody Adolf now, <laughs> right? It kind of it's kind of true. It has nothing, you know, apropos to nothing else in the episode, but it is. Yeah, oh, Don Jr. Well, he gets his little digs in. He did that whole uh, MAGA hat thing last season. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was so good. So, yeah, we find out while they're waiting for the elevator to go up that um, Albert Brooks is on this episode. He's throwing himself a funeral. It, well, it, this kind of threw me for a loop because it, 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 I'm sure they did this intentionally. He goes, are you going to Albert Brooks' funeral? I was like, Albert Brooks died? Like, you know, and then, he goes, and then Jeff responds with the exposition. He's like, who yeah. throws themselves a live funeral or whatever? Right. Because he wants to capture all the nice things that people say about him while he's still alive and not when he's dead. Right. They explained that, yeah, a couple times. But... And Le- yeah. Albert Brooks actually, you know, I'm sure we'll get Lewis this season because I know they're very, very uh-huh. great friends. But Lewis. as far as, like, acting and the the character that he's playing, Albert Brooks is, like, almost... He's like a Larry David, like... He's very similar to Larry yeah. David, like in celebrity status, but also the kind of asshole he is. Like they're very <laughs> like in this episode, I was like, has, has he been on before? I can't remember, but like, I don't you know think this, so? He but really he might have been. I don't... Yeah, he really was like the star of this episode, and kind of just like a re- another reflection of Larry or a fucking you know. Well, yeah, he fits right in. You're right. He totally does. He is the perfect celebrity like if you're thinking like who should we have on this yeah like it's perfect to have him on it he is really funny i, I am a fan of albert brooks um, oh yeah who is but yeah but you know i hadn't thought of albert brooks and i, I hadn't thought of lucy lou who oh my uh, god Larry had been de- has been dating apparently yeah we'll get to lucy lou in a second so anyway yeah we find out uh yeah ld has to speak like give like a eulogy basically at this fake funeral so he's very upset about that anyway we they go upstairs and like you said they pitch young larry which is really funny uh he he pitches this show about him as like a 24 25 year old up-and-coming stand-up and apparently his uncle mo which i thought larry and mo was a really funny combo (laughs) yeah Yeah, larry and mo i'm sure they'll get into that later if they keep going with this theme of the show but uh 
So his uncle Mo has all this money because he said he never spent a dime and he wants, if you move in with me in the city, you can have all my money. So Larry, Larry's idea is to subtly try and kill his uncle Mo so that he'll be able to inherit the money. Yeah, and he's also a chauffeur, which he he was. That is true. Larry was yeah. a chauffeur in his yeah. young career. So yeah, he talks about it a lot. Uh, yeah, they love the idea. I, I also love. Uh, I love. So Reed Scott is the guy who plays Don Winston Jr. And if you're a fan of Veep, you recognized him. Dan Egan. Yep. And if you're a fan of the, come on, man. If you're a fan of Venom One and Venom Two, you know he's in that, playing another I, guy named Dan. I never. Oh, really? Nothing I here. I never saw. I never saw either of those Venom movies. Sorry about that. But um, I guess I'm my nerd card. But I yeah, do I like when I like when HBO seems to kind of like share the actors around a lot. You see a well, lot of people. A, you know what? I I always when I see him, even when I saw him in Venom Two, I was like, good for this guy because I always loved him on Veep, and he's just not like doesn't have like um he doesn't. He doesn't play enough. He's not like in movies and stuff. You don't see him like all the time. But I like. Right. I like to see him when he's in stuff. I'm glad he's getting work because he's a talented guy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I watched. I was Veep. like. I. I. That's another like thing I'll just watch, just like Curb. Like I'll just watch it from the beginning and watch uh, it over and over again. Love Veep. Veep. Veep is so good. So. Anyway, another Seinfeld, uh, you know, of course, Julie Lee Dreyfus. But uh, anyway, um, so they're gonna, they want to do the show. They're like, "We'll, we'll take it. Let's do it." And Larry's so happy. They, um, they make it a point to mention because he uses a little Purell because they all shake hands or whatever. And I guess, he, and he says, "No, I'm not a, I'm not a Purell hoarder. I'm not one of those hoarders." <laughs> yeah. And then he also makes it a point, which I'm. Sh- I, I bet this is based on some real life thing, but he says, he's like, just don't give me any notes. And they all laugh. And he's like, I'm not joking. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I, don't give me any notes. Because yeah, it's an no easy notes. paycheck for, you know, go back to the streaming thing for these guys. It's like, I want complete control and you're going to give me, you know, fucking $10 million and you're going to fucking love it. Whatever right. I do. They don't right. really get into, you know, Netflix doesn't really change stuff around too much like big studios like disney and marvel they i mean um and, H- and warner brothers right they get they the execs show up and they start changing shit but they're like no give That's us this, give us this uh young larry show and here's all the money yeah i mean that's what you hear it's yeah but anyway we'll see what happens but i did like i mean i'm sure that's based on something that happened to larry in in real life all right anyway so they're walking out of there. They just had lunch. They're talking about the funeral. Oh, no, they're talking about... I'm sorry. They're talking about Leon's... Leon's got a girlfriend, and they make it a point to mention her name is Mary Ferguson, which does come... You know, that's important later. So Mary... She's having a party, and Larry... and he's Larry's hoping that maybe Leon will move in with her. <laughs> but yeah, so he brings... He's like, oh, who, who are you bringing here? He's like, oh, I'm bringing Lucy Lou. Who um, they're up? This is their like going to be their third date. He says, "I'm just going to tell you, Clay. Um, I'm not sure. sure how you feel, Lucy Lou. She's like 52. Damn, she's looking fine. Oh, she's <laughs> fucking Lucy Lou. Are you kidding me? Damn. I mean, come on. Damn is right. Damn, she's looking. She's Lucy looking. Lou, Ming Na Wen. These are people I'm a fan of." Still look good. I just I hadn't seen Lucy Lou in a while. I guess I, I can't remember the last. Time. I know I saw her something, but I was okay. just glad with the guest ep- the guests on this episode because it was like, yeah, I kind of forgot about Albert Brooks and Lucy Lou. You know, right? Anyways, so uh, they run it. They they see this guy Dennis Zweibel walking into the one of those farm you know whatever one of those places that has you know a lot of uh earth crunchy kind of stuff anyway dennis like a market yeah <laughs> but i mean not like a regular like a whole foods or some kind of place you know yeah. what i mean it's not like a market it's, it's like not a like farm a stand yeah 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 whatever so anyways this guy owes larry six 
thousand dollars from a, a golf trip that they did. Larry fronted the money. Everybody else paid, and this guy didn't. And Jeff tells him, "Well, you know, I heard he's got you know dementia, like early onset dementia or whatever." Right. And Larry has a great line. He says, "I better get the money before he forgets," <laughs> which is just. <laughs> I mean, true, but kind of like a horrible yeah. thing to say. But it's Larry. Yeah, that's Larry. Latte Larry. <laughs> Latte Larry. All right, so, but this guy. Okay, so this guy Dennis, he's kind of a dick, right? I mean, come on. Like Larry just says, "Hey, you know, it's been six months, apparently, since that golf outing." Yeah, and he, the guy's, this guy's like, "What are you, a, st- a stalker? You're stalking me? You're, you're." Yeah. Like, I didn't forget that I owed you money. Right, but he didn't pay. He didn't even offer to pay. He never, well, as we know. uh, Like, but like, I love it because Larry walks in. He meant, first he compliments his shirt, but then he's like, yeah, you know, you didn't. And then he's like, it's rude. He thinks it's rude of Larry to ask him for $6,000. I mean, like, here's the thing. We talked about this before last season and other seasons, whatever. But like, Larry has a lot of money. Yeah. But it's not, it's it's not that. It's it's the idea that when you owe someone money, you should pay them. It's like six thousand dollars is a lot to Larry. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like dollars to you and, and I. And also, without you know talking about what happens a little later, but like he always has to like we we talk about this every season. Like he always has to pick up the tab <laughs> wherever right. he's going or whatever. You know, right. what I mean? yeah, he's, he's always the one that pays. Right, he's got a lot of money, and that's that's. But it's not about the money. It's the principle. But I think other people sometimes think it's about the money. But I, I think other people think, he, well, what does he care? He has so much money, he probably doesn't know what to do with it. You know? Right. He'll never be able to spend all that money. But it's not about that. It's about the principle. You owe him money. You know? Everybody yeah, I mean, else pays. To us, thinking even like about like how do you spend six grand on a golf trip with your friends? Like, geez. And how <laughs> yeah, are you just... fronting it? You know what I mean? Well, like, he probably just bought all the tickets or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when you go... Like, if we went to the movies and I bought all the tickets... Yeah. You know, you would just Venmo me the, the money or whatever. Yeah. But, you know but what I mean? We're like, not seeing $6,000 movies, rarely. No, no. But, rarely I mean, rarely. it's the same principle, you know? Yeah. So, and it's... When we get the first thing where Larry says, How am I the bad guy? <laughs> right? Like, this is, like, yeah, the yeah. first... I'm not the bad guy here. I'm not the bad guy here. So, um, I thought that was that was that was funny. But it's it's at, like when everything with Curb, it comes back later. Oh yeah. So they're taking a little car ride to this Mary Ferguson's house, and Albert Brooks, his girlfriend Jody, mm-hmm. I, I guess girlfriend, his lady. Um, and she makes a comment oh and Lucy Lou is also there of course and she makes a comment about being in a car with Lucy Lou, Albert Brooks and Jerry David and he says <laughs> you're getting your Jews confused <laughs> so um, he tells the story about the pool and the you know the fence and the whole thing and, and, then, and then yeah like Albert's like well do, do, don't you have a uh, don't you have a fence it's a Santa Monica city code and then uh is it Mary Ferguson? No, it's uh, her name is Jody, right? Or well, are we in the? If we're, if we're in the house, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they're you like, know, oh yeah. You just said he was telling the story, so he I'm was sorry. Yes, you're the right. Story on the couch, uh, and, and everybody's like ganging up on him because they all know it's the law that you need yeah. to have this fence. And I he's know, like, and he's we, just uh... like, Look, can and, we talk about like, something else? Just... That's all he doesn't yeah, care. Talk about something else. <laughs> so, and then we learn, we also learn in this scene that Leon and Mary Ferguson are taking a trip to Asia, and he got a, he used a GoFundMe <laughs> to get the money. <laughs> so great. So I said I would take my baby to Asia. And I love it. They're like, where are you going to go? China? He's going to go all over that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got to go fund me. And they're all kind of joking around like, like, I think it's a great idea. I'm going to use, I'm going to go, 
I'm going to, Albert Brooks thinks it's great. He's going to start a GoFundMe so he can get a new Ferrari or something. He's like, if you just yeah. pay, my baby's never been to, been in a Ferrari. <laughs> so anyway, Lucy Lou and Mary Ferguson go into the kitchen and um, Susie is there and Larry's got red wine in a little glass and she, okay, she plops on the Creep couch next yep. to him. Well, oh, because he's talking about why. Dennis. He's talking about Dennis Weibel, and she's yelling at him that he shouldn't have asked for the money he, because he has the dementia. Yeah, the, yeah. Leave him alone, Larry. Yeah, he's impaired or something. She says, but yeah, she plops, and it causes him to spill the wine. And I love it. She says, "You skinny little arms. You can't even hold a glass of wine." <laughs> <laughs> but it's totally. No. And then he's like, he's asking Jeff. He's like, "Did she plop?" And he's like, "I, I can't." I can't answer. Yeah, I but can't answer this. It's kind of so like, yeah, like she comes back. She's like, what happened? Mary Ferguson comes back. It's like, what happened? He's like, she plopped. And he says, we'll pay for it. And she's like, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Susie's not going to pay for it. She's not going to pay for it. Albert Brooks suggests a GoFundMe. And she says, fuck you, Albert. And he's like, all right, you plopped. That's what I like. <laughs> Yeah. He's yeah, like, that's why it was like the perfect kind of like, Albert Brooks is like the perfect, like, kind of Lewis esque. Right. He's like standing in for Lewis. Yeah, it yeah. kind of is in this one. He's just like, all right, I changed my mind. You plop. I love it. I love it. Funny. <laughs> so, anyways, they're all going outside to eat on the patio. And in the pivotal moment, Larry walks into the glass door and, like, face first and falls down. And they're all like, oh. Lucy Lou is there. She helps him up. But uh yeah, and, that's and Leon of... goes uh that's to Jeff, that's two feeble things in one night. First with the wine <laughs> and then he walks into the thing. He's like, right. I'm gonna drop him off at the nursing home. <laughs> it's funny because like they don't you say the age thing that much though, but I think that you know it's it's kind of I don't know. Well, he, you know, it, Larry obviously he's older. Like he looks older too when you see him on, well, on this obviously, but like you see him on like Kimmel or something. Like I always right. tune in when he's on that that those kind of shows. But he just looks like he's getting older. He's an old guy. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Jeff is looking a little gray too. I noticed. But, yeah. yeah. But he's not as old as Larry. But yeah, they're they're you know, yeah they're older. So he's. They don't really show the party. He's the next scene. He's dropping Lucy Lou off at her house. He he's thinking he's gonna come inside. And they're gonna get a little yeah, third you know. date. That, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I dated, but third yeah, date. You're thinking maybe something good's gonna happen. Well, something something mouth extra. stuff, hand stuff. <laughs> and I love it. She's like, "Well, you've had a big night." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like way talking down to him. Yeah, and then she kisses him on the head. Like 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 you would a child. Like, yeah. like but I love it. He's like, I'm fine. So the next day he's telling Leon the story. Leon is like uh you know. Oh well first he this is a, this is even better. He catches Leon coming out of the bathroom. I'm like, what's yeah. going on there? He's like, Oh, drop the kids off at the pool. <laughs> just, <laughs> like I just he's so he uses, you know, like the main uh, house bathroom. Yeah, the main house bathroom when he's dropping the kids off the pool, I guess. But Larry says you can use any of them, just not the luxury, you know, the one in his room. You can use yeah. any other thing. But um, anyway, then uh, Albert Brooks comes over. He wants a picture of himself and Larry and Martin Short. To display at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, his big ass funeral. Yeah, he tells Larry to wear a tie, but they they talk about the Lucy Lou thing, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, you can't like she doesn't see you as a sexual being anymore. That's it. You're never gonna get laid." The Three yeah. Stooges never got laid. I don't know why. I forget why they bring up the Three Stooges. He's like, like that. He's like uh, you. Because you just walked into a door. That's what the three three stooges did. Yeah, they never got laid. Yeah, those motherfuckers never got laid. <laughs> so 
He's like, that's it. He's like, no, come on. Like, I thought women take care of you. That's what Larry's logic is. Yeah, yeah. Take care of you. Oh, boy. So, anyway, but yeah, at this point, like you mentioned earlier, Albert Brooks, because Leon wants to come to the thing, and he's like, well, have you seen any of have you seen any of my movies? Or have you seen any of, I forget. But yeah, he's like, I haven't seen any of your movies or whatever. He's like, and he's you, like you should watch, uh, oh, isn't one of them named like um, Concussion or Concussion. something? Concussion. Yeah, that's the movie with Will Smith. It's actually a really good movie. It's really, it's about all these NFL players who got, who got like in the 70s, got concussions and they didn't know how Much bad. Much like Larry. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Because he thinks he's like, "Have you heard of brain a brain bleed?" Like <laughs> Albert Brooks, like, and Larry's like making fun of him. He's like, "If I die, we'll have a real funeral." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Larry gets as as Albert Brooks is leaving. There's like an envelope on the doorstep, and it's about the fence. And he says, like, right. meet me at this taco restaurant. This crazy Mexican place. There's an address on it. So he goes in. It's the brother of the dead guy from the pool. Right. And he's asked, he's got variety. This guy's tuned in. He knows that Larry's doing a show. And he's he wants Larry to cast his daughter. Or he's going to extort him, I guess, for not having a fence. And right, right. as you said, being sort of responsible for this guy's death, I don't even know how this works. The guy was robbing him. You know what no, I mean? But you, <laughs> it's it's like because the law like is funny that way. Like sometimes, like it doesn't. It's not logical. Like like Larry would be responsible. So if he had called the cops and arrested the guy because the guy or they found it let's say he there was a fence there and he like ran away but larry like called the cops but they caught the guy on time like it's not a capital punishment like the guy didn't deserve to die for robbing larry's house but they might technically when it goes to court be like he's actually responsible for this guy's death because of the fence having having nothing to do with the robbery you know, it is funny. I mean, you're right. I mean, but it is funny like that. The law you know? is just right. like it doesn't make sense, like almost like on purpose. Right. You the punishment, fitting the crime and all that. It's it's all very. It's yeah, very... because that guy's like life is not like necessarily like, you know, you don't deserve to die because you robbed somebody's house. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? right. So, I mean, it is very funny the way. He... So this guy wants to cast his daughter as Larry's. Jewish, like friend, <laughs> he's like this. Yeah, or cousin a, or something like that. Yeah, like she's yeah, a Jewish friend. girl from New York, and this guy, this guy and his daughter are sort of Latina. Are yeah, Latin. they're like running, literally running a family Mexican restaurant. Yeah, and she is like the funniest. Like they're they keep showing her. She's like, she's clearing a table that people have left food on, and she's eating the food. <laughs> Oh, it's so gross. And like, you know, she's she's funny, like but she's kind of, you know, she's got a little pudgy. She's wearing very tight clothes and she's, she's got so like weird. a little she's got a little, you know, girth to her or whatever. And and like she does this like beatbox thing, like, like she's he's like, show her you can dance, and he goes like it's so weird. And Larry's like, okay. So but basically, he has to, Larry has to cast this girl, or, right. or he's gonna tell her, like the cops or whoever that. Yeah, or this guy's gonna, yeah, he's gonna yeah. make a lot of. He's like, oh, it sounds really expensive. Yeah, you he's know, like, oh, long lawsuit. Yeah, my, yeah. So. Casting my daughter, and we know you're just at Netflix. Yeah, so I know because he's got variety. I love that he's this guy is he knows his shit. So yeah, it's extortion. He calls. He calls. Uh, he calls Jeff. I'm like yeah. I'm like what are we gonna do? It's extortion. But they have to do it. He has to cast it. So yeah, it's funny when um when they're at at Jeff and Susie's house, and he's like saying, "Oh, this is gonna be like so awful." And but Larry describes acting. And he's like, 
He's like, maybe she'll be good. Like acting. What is it? You know, you you say some words, you make a funny face. That's it. Well, there's nothing to it. Anyone can do it. Right. And then Jeff says, it's a big bowl of fuck. Or, 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 or yeah. a big bowl. But the, I just thought it was funny how he broke down acting. Like I know. You say some words, you make a face. <laughs> Before, really quick, before we, before that they go to Jeff's house, before the funeral, Larry is at the club. <clears throat> and he sees Oh, right, right. This is Dennis. when he runs into Dennis. Yeah. So Dennis said, next time I see you at the club, which is what we... See at the club? See at the club. He's like, I'll write you a check. And he's like, fine. So that guy, Dennis, because he has dementia, apparently, like, does... Or he's just purposely not remembering. I don't know. But he <laughs> says, I paid you. Yeah, he's and like, said, Larry, you re- you remember it wrong. I I actually right. brought my checkbook out that day, which we all as the audience saw that he did not do that. And right. it's possible that with dementia he thought that he did. Right. <laughs> you know, so it is entirely possible. Or he's trying to get out of paying him. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I love it. Larry says, Dementia's not a license to steal. That was my favorite <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And then all the other golfers, you know, all of Larry's friends are like, you know, like, like Larry, everybody, the, the theme is like, leave the guy alone. He's got fucking problems. Yeah. You know, what do you care about $6,000? Right. And he's all, but I love that. Like, yeah, we heard you. Maybe you're the one with the problem. We heard you walked into a glass door. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then uh, something like he, he was talking to Dennis and Dennis was like, um, and he's like, I, I remember everything that happened. You got a brand muffin. You got a decaf latte. Um, <laughs> you know, I complimented your shirt. He's like, you never complimented me. And then he asked those other guys too. He's like, have I ever complimented you? They're like, no, no. Yeah, he's like, I didn't compliment your pink driver. He's like, no, he's like, no, it must have been somebody else. Yeah. Like, he just walks away. <laughs> So yeah, they're at Jeff and Susie's house. They're getting ready to go to the the funeral, and she's wearing like you know a, a Dennis Zweibel bracelet, and she throws it down on the thing because it keeps catching on her clothes. And Larry, to demonstrate how she plopped, he plops. He does a big plop. He does himself. a big plop, and the thing goes flying, and the stone flies out. Sure, just really fun. And then she says, get the fuck out of here. Get out, out, out. You know, typical Susie. We got to yeah, have that like, every get, time. Yeah. And like, I I don't want to drive you, you know. Yeah. She's like, I, I don't, don't want to be looking at you in the rear yeah, look at your face. Yeah. And she, he's like, he's like, he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm yeah. a good guy. Like, his, his I'm good a guy good thing guy. Yeah. I'm a good guy. The best, the best guy. <laughs> and he's kind of freaking out, like not in an awe kind of way, but in a like "fuck you, Susie" kind of way. Yeah, it is. Well, but I mean, you know, he's just because he asked a guy who owed him money for the money. You know, it's a, kind of one of those things where you think, I don't know, kind of with yeah, Larry. Nobody is on his side, right? But I think the wrong. audiences in general. I mean, you know, I think right. we are. Like, someone we get owed it. me money. I want that money. You know? Six thousand dollars is a lot of fucking cash. Yeah, to us, definitely is. To him, it's probably the equivalent of the movies' money. You know, right? Like, like, like we said earlier, if we go to the movies. But all right, so uh, they they're at the funeral, and uh, this is I love this. He re- Larry runs into John Ham. John Ham's asking about Jewish terms. The way, well, the way John <laughs> Ham comes in too, he's like. He he he's like make that face you see people yeah. at funerals like how you doing he's like yeah you know he's not really dead he's, yeah, he's like, like he's upstairs we're gonna see him yeah. but I love it he's like can I use this like service or, or no service is the word that Larry gives up I forget what <laughs> he just says you're really going Jewy <laughs> <Such a>, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. Because of that movie, so the the movie that he, John Hamm was going to play a character like Larry, Larry's like, whatever happened to that? And he's like, oh, it went away. You know, like it's in, you know, apparently the main character wasn't very likable, Re- repugnant. Right, is the word the that word kept that kept coming up, 
And, you know, so then Larry kind of throws it back at John. He's like, was it maybe the, a performance issue? He's like, no, they said the performance was fine, but they just couldn't yeah. like this person. Yeah. And Larry's like, well, is it like maybe they were doing a hit job on me? And he's like, no, I thought it was really accurate. It's like, yeah, pretty, John Hamm yeah. does a great, does great <laughs> comedy parts, you know? He really is. Whether so he's funny. like the, uh, in Kimmy Schmidt or like, he's hilarious. He really, yeah, I, I love John Hamm. He is so funny and he'll do anything. That's the guy I love. Yeah. If oh, and, it, and I'm, I'm psyched that he's in, uh, He's the new Fletch. And oh, I, I like didn't know a, that. I didn't see that. That's really going to be like a kind of a Chevy Chase like point of his career to be like you know Chevy Chase isn't a serious actor, but like for him, right. to have him go, you know, like however old he is now to be like Fletch now, it's like that could be kind of like his other, you know, thing that he's known for. Yeah, it could be. I mean. If you, I if, love Fletch. Like that's I, maybe I never a movie really, we should. I don't remember. I must have saw them in the eighties, um, but I don't really remember yeah, that much. I but love that movie. So funny. John Hamm is one of my favorite actors. If you are, um, did you ever watch Good Omens? Did you ever see that? Yes, He's in that. He's very funny in that as well. But if you're a fan and you didn't watch last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, just just watch that one episode that he's on. It's so funny. I just love him. Anyway. So, uh, anyway, they're outside, and Lucy Lou is there, and she gives him a glass of water, and he's like, "What? Are, what is?" Yeah, she's like, "Treating well, him all feeble." Yeah, she's like, "I don't want you to be impaired when you're up at the, you know, giving the eulogy there." And, and then he's she like, says, "I don't see you as a sexual being anymore." Yeah. After that, yeah, she confirms it. Yeah. And he says, I'm virile. I'm plenty virile. I'm as virile as I was three days ago, and I was plenty virile then. Yeah, and, <laughs> and people it, are, like, looking at him and stuff. I know. And, and he's like, you want to go upstairs and test it? Let's go right now. I know. I, that's a classic George Costanza thing on that episode where, like, that woman thought they were gay, and he's, which we did. A, go listen to our podcast on that episode. But he's like, do you want to have sex with me right now? Do you want to have sex with me right now? <laughs> like, so I love it. I love that they kind of, like, I don't know. I think it's a callback, but it's, it is something that Larry would say, of course. So she doesn't want to have anything to do with him. She doesn't see him as a sexual being, and that's it. So anyways, I love how uh, Albert Brooks and his lady are upstairs watching all this, and like on cameras and everything and he so he texts larry and he says like okay let's get started yeah so they go inside the house and larry's up there at the podium and he basically gives like a roast it's kind of funny about albert yeah he's like yeah yeah because he's like uh funny all these people would be here um you know for a person they're gonna see in less than an hour (laughs) right he's kind of roasting him and yeah, and keeps joking about how he's not dead and whatever. And then, so Albert Brooks says, get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, he's all mad. He's like, oh, don't do this. Don't yeah, he's do like, this. don't do Oh, come on, Larry. And because they so, are so Jewish, he's like, I just wanted you to know, Albert Brooks, big fan of Jesus. Big Jesus guy. Right, big Jesus guy. I love it. Jody says something like, have you accepted Christ as your savior? <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> Then John Hamm goes up and he gives like that, just like he said, he has that sad face and he gives like a real eulogy. Yeah, and I love he, he does, he does. He tells him the, the I learned this down because this is like the best. He says that inward gazing co- comedy savant, Albert I, Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> because you know what happened there was Albert wrote that part. You know what I mean? Right, right. He he was like, um, let's make the or or him and Larry like wrote it like make it way over the top. Yeah. And he's like, he made me, he's my favorite stand-up comedian. Like, Albert Brooks might be your favorite actor or director or producer or something, but he's nobody's favorite stand-up comedian. Like, as no, been, I, I don't think I've ever, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> People's favorite comedians are like Bill Burr or like, you know, fucking... Or like, a, like Richard Pryor or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a real <laughs> right, classic. Right. right, you wouldn't say Albert Brooks. You wouldn't say Albert Brooks. But like, yeah, like inward gazing 
comedy savant. It's just so funny. Like it's just classic. But anyway, while he's up there talking, Larry's looking for the bathroom, and Susie's like, "Well, I want to go next, whatever." So he opens a couple doors, and he opens a, a closet that is full of Purell and toilet paper and and all kinds of stuff. And they yell out, "He's a he's a COVID hoarder." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then everybody gets mad. And John Hamm is like, that could have been used, you know, by our first responders. It is kind yeah, of like, funny. I mean, with you? you look back, I mean, I remember the toilet paper thing. It's kind of, you know, it seems like a long time ago now, but you remember those first, like, whatever, I don't know, a few weeks or whatever, when it's like, oh, God, buy toilet paper, buy toilet paper. Well, I, I'll never forget. I was in, um, I was in Alston, uh, on Com Ave, like, up, like up sort of up the hill from where you used to live, like, oh, yeah, uh, up in the, that sort of neighborhood, and uh, doing bike deliveries, and some guy, and you know, this is like early March, like March, you know, right, fifteenth like or something, and there was a guy. He had like a broom handle, and a bunch of rolls of toilet paper on it and a bunch of paper towel rolls like on another broom handle. It was just like a kid like in college <laughs> or something like selling toilet paper oh, like, oh my God. on the street like that, like a weirdo. And I think about that all the time. Like I, I, I wish I had taken a picture of him because that like image is burned in my mind is like that was the start of the pandemic when I saw that guy do that. Seriously. Like I remember one day, you know, Rachel texted me being like, pick up, because I was like, oh, I'm at the store. Do you need anything? And she's like, grab toilet paper. I was like, what? Why? We have toilet paper. She's, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't even, at the time, I didn't even think, like, well, what's this big deal? But, yeah, it's pretty funny. And you remember those guys who, like, bought a bunch of, like, hand sanitizer and were trying yeah. to, like, sell Yeah, it? right. They were selling it. Yeah we, yeah, we talked about that a bunch. Yeah. Crazy. So. And there was but the anyway. one time, like, I had to, um, like I was like super. Remember, there was like the time everyone was like sanitizing your packages when they came in the right. door and stuff too. But like yeah. I, I was like doing the bike delivery, so I was like I wanted to have like a can of Lysol, but they were really really hard to come by. I had to call around, um, to like Walgreens in Newton, which is like kind of far. Like yeah, it's not yeah. that close. I mean, it's just right over the highway, but it's kind of hard to get there. Uh, yeah. But like, I called the lady and she's like, "I'm not supposed to do this." I was like, "I'm a," I'm, I didn't say I was a first responder. I said I was an, I'm an, I'm an essential worker. I really need it. And she's oh. like, "I'm not supposed to do this, but I'll hold this for you. Like, you got to get here before four. And then I went down there and they like saved me a can of Lysol that lasted me literally that entire pandemic. Like, I left it oh. at my old apartment when we moved. But uh, <laughs> but I had to like call and like reserve this can of Lysol. It's ridiculous. It was a crazy time, you know, I mean, like I, I, it was, but yeah, like it's a fun callback in a way, you know, like, but not fun. I mean, it, it's fun now, I guess, because I mean, we have toilet paper and hand sanitizer, but like, you know, obviously we're still dealing with pandemic issues, but I don't know. It's of course, Kirby enthusiasm has to work it yeah. in somehow they they like did a good job of working it in but also like nobody's wearing masks on screen or anything but they're still like or like talking about it can in a contemporary way you know what i mean I, i'm trying it's hard for me to explain exactly what i'm trying to say no i mean they're not ignoring it yeah they're but they're not also not like harping you on know it. yeah they're not everybody wearing in right. masks Right, because that would be kind of weird too. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's over, and the you know whatever. But the the funny thing is, so um, uh, uh, Albert Brooks comes out, and John Hamm says, "I hope you die for real," which is <laughs> like a horrible thing to say. It's just really, but just everyone's so mad at him for for hoarding Purell and and. And toilet paper. So. And Larry's like, no. I mean, uh, uh, Albert Brooks like, no. Oh. And Larry's a lot. Everybody else storms out, and Larry's standing there, and he's kind of just like, eh, they kind of just shrugs. <laughs> oh, and of course, his girlfriend was like, oh, I can't believe you. She storms out. Kind of like, so. yeah, like that's why, like, that's another, like, 
scene where um those two are kind of like a perfect like 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 Larry I feel like is no no judgment here you know like Larry's <laughs> not like Larry is kind of saying he's a covert hoarder but he's like he's like yeah, it's still my buddy I fucked up you know whatever yeah like, whatever I mean like, he he's he's not gonna like yeah like he, I don't think he proves, but he's not gonna like storm he's out of there. Like, yeah, never, yeah. He, he's not gonna say, "I wish you would die for real." Right. Yeah. He, he just kind of goes, eh. "Yeah." He's just kind of like, "All right." So, um, where did uh? Oh, w- when they're leaving, Mary Ferguson, Leon's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Walk- she- Walks into a door. Walks into a glass door. Yeah, yeah. And so Leon is like, Ooh. so he's done with her. Yeah, uh, that's just, you the can't, uh, the other can't. running joke there. Right. You, you can't. Yeah, doesn't see her as a sexual being, I guess. So <laughs> yeah. Larry's like, "What are you gonna do? You got this ticket to go to China." It says Mary Ferguson. No, like, what yeah, are you non-refundable do? ticket. So yeah, what are you gonna do? And he says he's going to audition a bunch of Mary Ferguson's. They're going to bring all these women named Mary Ferguson to the house. He's going to audition them, which he's going to pick one to go to China with. And he's like, you think a bunch, You think people are going to want to go to China or, or Asia? They don't even say China, I guess, because it's all he's going all over that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So people are going to go on a trip with you who's probably a psycho. Like, he's like, yeah, you'll be surprised. Or whatever it's like right, free right. it's a free trip yeah it's a free trip who doesn't want a free trip yeah so Larry's like yeah you're probably right but but the best part of the season like, I'm going to take a dip in the pool he's like you know there was a dead guy in that a couple of days ago he's like not in there now and Leon just <laughs> yeah. he's going to jump in the pool uh, so then we get um, I just the scene doesn't really factor in at all, but I just thought it was so funny. Susie tries to get the stone replaced that Larry, you know, lost earlier at Dennis Zweibel. Yeah, and, his jewelry store because yeah, and he says he doesn't. She said, "Well, you gave me a lifetime guarantee," and he's and of course he doesn't remember that he did that. Yeah, he's like I've never done that. She's like, "Well, you did it for me," and he's like, "No, I, why would I do that?" And then she grabs him. And she's like, listen, dementia boy, which I thought was just the most. Yeah, it's like, like I don't horrible. care if you forget your dog's name, but you gave me a lifetime guarantee. Right. And I'm not paying shit for this. <laughs> You're going to fix this, and I'll be back Friday. Right. Let's just call the dementia boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. But so, even anyway. though she's not exactly on Larry's side, she's kind. she kind of pulls through and is like on Larry's side sometimes. Yeah. You know? It's true. I think she just likes to yell at him, but when it, especially now, I think in this instance, when it comes to this replacing this this diamond, she's all about it. Yeah. So, and so now we have a fun little montage of the two auditions. We have the Mary Ferguson auditions and the auditions for the Netflix show going on, sort of right. uh, intercut. Yeah. And. Of course, each each one that comes in for the Netflix show, young Larry, Larry is turning them down because he has to cast this this guy's daughter. Right. Uh, what's her name? Um, Maria. Maria Sophia. Yeah. So all these really funny women come in, and he goes, eh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Trying. I don't know. Yeah, like. Total rock stars, young, beautiful women right. that are funny. You yeah. Know. Oh yeah, and he's just like, yeah. And then, um, meanwhile, Leon, like he's inviting, he's like, okay, Mary Ferguson, and they all raise their hand, and he's like, oh, how about you? <laughs> and he asked one girl how she would feel if he, if they pretended to be handicapped so they could be pushed through the airport in wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I don't think I would be into that. And so she's out. Um, he fidgeted inside, is what he did. Yeah, he kind of did. You're right. Uh, and like, <laughs> and um, like I think I guess I forget what what Leon asks the woman like that he finally picks. I don't remember what 
what it's like a it's a really dumb like he asks her okay he asks her oh oh, that's right right he's like have you ever slept or have you ever dated a laker (laughs) and she's like no and then then he's like have you ever dated a clipper and she goes i've never dated a clipper and he's like "Ooh, that sounds yeah like like maybe you did some stuff with a clipper but never dated one right that's right but then i think does he doesn't he say if they crash landed on a like a, a mountain and she died and he made it and she said you can eat me yeah right 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 and he's like, damn. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I think we can do this. And so she's like, really? And so she's all excited. Yeah. And then they so, hug and they, they embrace and they kind of like, you know, sparking it off a little bit. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good for her. So meanwhile, Maria Sophia comes in to the audition and she's got her resume and headshot, but her headshot is just her cooking. She's cooking at the restaurant. At the restaurant. And her resume is like just this folded piece of paper. And they're just like, okay. Um, I want to point out too. So one of the casting agents is Allison Jones, who is a casting agent on Curb Your Enthusiasm and also was on Seinfeld, I believe. So she's at the table next to Larry playing basically herself, I think. Which is really funny. Oh, right. Yeah, because it probably would. That would make sense. Yeah. I'm sure. So I like that she's been around a long time. I remember seeing her name, like I said, yeah, way back in the Seinfeld days. So um, I thought that was a fun little thing to have. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, yeah. Maria, she's terrible. Like, she can't, she doesn't really even say the lines, like, you know, well at all. Like, it's, he's trying to, so the, the seed is he's trying to get her to eat up like a matzo or whatever, and she's just like, what? She's so all over no. the place. She, like, like, does, like, literally, like, 50 different, um, like, uh, what you call it, 50 different, like, emotions. Right, yeah, like, it, she's all over the place. It's kind of funny because it shows that you're, it's not just about saying words and making a face. <laughs> making like, a face. Really yeah. bad. Like, she's terrible. But Larry's like, okay, I think that's it. I think we got it. And then he just leaves. Yeah, and like, just as Alice, as, uh, you know, just as all the casting people are, 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 are like about to go do the, like, wow, look at that. You know, that was the worst, right? He's like, all right, I love it. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're good. And he just leaves. Like, he just he doesn't wait like, for Larry, them to say, like, no, let's like, more see girls. Somewhere. He's like, yeah. no, I think we got it. We're good. Yep. So, um, and then the final scene, uh, LD and Albert, LD and AB. They even call him AB, actually. Yeah. They're, they're at perfect. the symphony. They're perfect little, little yeah. guys. Together. They're at the Love symphony. It. They're, 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 it was supposed to be like a romantic double date thing. Right, They're, right. With are, yeah. They're his, gone. His lava. Their lovers are gone. Although I don't know what, if anything, they were officially lovers, Larry and Lucy. But uh, And then he says, he got any Purell? And he's, he gives them the big, the yeah. big <laughs> like the giant one. And it's actually the, the guy that performs the... The their the symphony they're at is like the the guy that does the theme song. Like they oh. they're like at the Greek theater and like they're playing the theme song live. That's what they're watching. That was the coolest thing. I thought it was so fun. Like, and they're kind of like nodding their heads to it. Like it's like yeah, a yeah. new song that they never yeah, heard. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I thought that was the best way for it to to end. Like just because like normally they play the song and like they just show the credits, but they're showing the credits over this orchestra playing the yeah. Uh, it's almost like when Laszlo was uh, playing "You're Dead" at the theme right. song on the piano. You're like, oh, it's actually they're actually playing it. Yeah, or like when when uh like they played "You're Dead" like the Hungarian version or something in that other. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got to mention that. Go back and listen to our. Yeah, if you what we do in the shadows, there are only TV podcasts. We got the that's right, that's right. 
But yeah, it's so funny. What a great way to end it. I mean, I, obviously, this is just the beginning. Like as as you know, this is just the first episode. I'm sure we're gonna see this, you know, Netflix thing come back and and right, yeah, like because like does see now does Larry play Mo the uncle that's gonna be killed in the in the show or something? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Maybe is he gonna cast like some young cool dude to play himself? As a... Yeah, right, right. Because I was even picturing, I was like, like this guy, you know, just like they're just doing like casting stuff. But I was like, this guy, I could see him doing like a, you know, yeah, young Larry boy for the yeah. young Larry. Uh, can't wait. Very excited. Um, so we'll see where it goes from here. All right, um, that's what we got. Check us Kirk out. Cast is back, baby. Cast is back. Check us out, leakpodcast.com. Check out all the curbcasts. Check out them out everywhere we get your podcasts. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll see, see you, you guys uh, later. See you at the club. See you later, Shlomo. Mohawk. Sorry, I fucked that up. Uh, edit that a out. Of, a lot of surus. Christians take everything so personally with, with Christ, you know? It's like, it's not, not only do you have to worship him, you want everybody to. It's like, I like lobster. Do I go around pushing lobster on people? <laughs>